Hey girl, hey, happy Tuesday. This is another Quick Tip Tuesday. A lot of you want to know, what the heck am I going to say when I'm going out with friends, whether it's out and about socially or if it's at home and hanging out, having a girls night, book club, whatever. You've been asking, well, what do I say and how do I handle it? And you know, I'm going to give you some ideas, but at the end of the day, um, it's not as big as your brain wants to make it. And it's also good to have some preparation, right? Just makes you feel a little bit better when you have some things to say. So we're going to talk about that today. And if you want all the support around this kind of stuff and get to a place where you're confident in reducing your drinking or not drinking, you really have new routines, you can um, really have a really strong why, why you're doing this thing to even get you to a place to where maybe these conversations aren't as hard anyway, that's what the Stop Drinking Boot Camp is for and so much more. You'll get sessions private with me. We check in Monday nights, Wednesday nights. Now, this is the March one. Um, the times may change, but just because who knows when you're listening to this. But if we're in March of 2022, we're meeting Monday nights, Thursday nights. I wanted to do it in the evening this time because many of you said last time, like, oh, I just can't do daytime. Let's try it out. Go to bit.ly slash March Stop Drinking Boot Camp. I can't wait to meet you. Hey, sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of overdrinking, even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal. Quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, so what do I say? I'm nervous. What will they think? You know, what happens if my friends ask me why I'm not drinking? So here's here's a few things. Just like when you go somewhere and somebody says, hey, would you like a drink? Whether it's a bartender or a friend, you can just simply say, no, thank you. I'll have tea, water, soda. Instead of, you know, overthinking it, you can simply just say, no, thanks. I'm going to have blank tonight. Okay. Now, if somebody were to ask you why you're not drinking, then it is great to have something prepared, mainly just for your nervous system. Because you know the response immediately is in our bodies. We get nervous. Our stomach starts feeling butterflies. We have a racing heart. All the head chatter begins to start. Like, what are they going to think about me? Do they think I'm an alcoholic? Are they going to think something's wrong? What do I say? And so really, this is just for those of you who just want to have a few things in mind to say. And there's really a lot of information out there on um, other platforms, probably Pinterest, things like that. But These are the things that I feel like that have worked for me and a lot of the people that I work with. So simply saying, if somebody says, hey, girl, why are you not drinking? I just don't feel like it tonight. (laughs) Like, how many times have you just not felt like eating Mexican? 
you know, hey, y'all, let's go to the Mexican restaurant. Nah, I just really don't feel like that tonight. Okay. That's a very simple like, oh, okay, cool. Or you can be, you can go a step further and say, you know what? Lately, it's been making me feel bad and I'm really not sleeping well. So I'm just going to not drink tonight. That could be an option too. You could say I'm doing a cleanse. You could say I'm doing a 30-day program with a friend. I'm doing something this month that does not include alcohol. So for those of you who sign up for the Stop Drinking Boot Camp, we're together for six full weeks. You know, it's not something where you necessarily have to tell your people in your life, oh, I'm doing this group coaching program with this girl, Michelle, that I found on this podcast, and we're going to really be working on routines and um, helping with my anxiety, and we're going to be working on like how to really find out what I want and why do I want this. <laughs> I mean, mo- more than likely, nobody really cares, right? This is your your vision for your life. But you can, however, say, hey, I'm doing this program with a group of ladies and we decided we're not drinking. Or I'm doing this thing and alcohol is not in the mix. You know, even my um, my gym that I go to, they did a thing for, I mean, for money. Like, this is so crazy, y'all. This is, and I think a lot of them failed because of the alcohol. Whether they have a reason to join my boot camp or not, I don't have these types of relationships with them. Whether there's someone that needs to do something like this or they just like to have drinks on the weekend. But that was one of the rules that the trainer set was like, you have to turn in your, you know, turn in your pictures and measurements every Friday. You have to show your meal prep for the week and there's no alcohol. And that was mainly it. And you had to get so many days a week of a workout. I think it's three to five or whatever. But the thing was, is that that one thing knocked a bunch of people out and it went down to like maybe five in the whole program. And of course, he awarded the top three and they won money. Not only did they win money, they won like the woohoo from the whole group. They got to see them do well. And you know what's even better? Not that outside validation, not the money, but these people's physique changed. Their results were, if I'm consistent... And I think it was six weeks too, actually. If I'm consistent, then I will see results. Because that's the thing is we we go to the gym or we do these things and then we want to look in the mirror and see changes immediately. And that just doesn't work that way. It is consistency. And that's the reason why I'm doing this six weeks with you. Okay. So it could be simple as that. It could be, listen, (laughs) girlfriend. I've been drinking way too much lately and it is making me feel like crap. You want to join me? I'm going to take a break. It could be that. Because more than likely, let's just get real. More than likely, if most of you listening are grown up women, yes, I put some sass. We are grown women. We can say what we want and do what we want, right? Let's just get real. Most of your friends are going to be cool with it. They, you know, they may joke with you, but if you have friends in your life, let's just get this real clear. (laughs) If you have friends in your life that are like pushy and rude and talk down to you for some reason, because you're deciding not to drink tonight, then you may need to reevaluate your friendships as well as your drinking, because that is not cool at all. Okay. So part of our brain wants to tell us too, like, okay, so what will they think? 
How many times have you asked yourself that? Well, if I tell my friend I'm not drinking, what will she think? If I tell my husband I need to take a break from drinking, what will he think? Or already putting the words in, he's going, of course you do. I'm the one that sees you drink every night. I've been buying you bottles like crazy. Like all those were like chatter that I had in my head, you know, with my husband. And honestly, I just, this is just me. I don't, I don't think we should use our spouses as accountability because they're too close, right? They're too close to the action. They've probably got very strong opinions of their own. They could be drinking themselves or they just could really be attached to this situation. So this is not somebody that you would really want to to truly open up with anyway. Just, I mean, I'm just laying it out there. You may have an amazing partnership and this may be something you can do. You go, girl. Um, so the answer is, who knows? What will they think? We can make up any story we want in our heads. We can tell uh, those sentences. But more than likely, our friends, let's get back to our friendships, because this is what this is really about. Because we know that our people that live with us, they know that this is deeper than just deciding we want to quit drinking, right? They know us. We live with them. They see it, right? Even when we hide it, they know something's up. Most of your friends are going to be like, awesome, good for you. Like, literally, that's what I have heard the most. Awesome. That's cool. Nobody cares. Like, even if they've quit before, like, honestly, if it's somebody who's also questioned their drinking or also, like, maybe removed it for a while, they're going to be like, cool, you know, and they might ask more. But people who just casually drink or maybe that they drink a lot, they really are not going to care, okay? So just remember, our minds are the ones that create that big story that the spotlight's going to be on us. And we're going to be this big outcast and we're going to be the only one not drinking and the only one not doing this. It's because we are wired and made to be like in a tribe and be connected. And so when we as humans make choices to detach ourselves, it is a big, our brain's like, whoa, this isn't safe. What are we doing? We're doing something different from the pack. Are you sure about this? And then we feel like there's this light the spotlight and this huge judgment. So first of all, if you're just going to be aware of that, that's going to help you. Just have the awareness that that head chatter is going to be there. It's usually there, like I've said before, to protect you in some way, just that primal protection. And you just have to realize, oh, okay, that's what that is. I'm really okay here. Most people don't care. And here are some things that I can say. But I am going to throw this out here before we finish up. If you feel like that you're going to be triggered too much and it's too much pressure, just don't go out for now. For now. This will not last forever. It's temporary. And you got to remember that you are choosing you over anything else. That you need to stay home or you need to make other plans. Okay? Because that's what it what that's what this boils down to. If you continue to be a people pleaser, y'all hear kids. They're supposed to be being quiet, but there's a friend over. So you hear kids in the background. I'm recording this during the day in the afternoon. So you need to just stay home. You need to realize like this is my life, my choices. It's affecting me. Your drinking isn't affecting anyone else, really. It is, and we understand that later on. But Right now, your friends really 
are going to do what they're going to do, right? And you have to decide, okay, if this is making me feel this way and this is triggering me this way, then I've got to be the one to change where I go, change what I do, choose to stay home, choose whether you even want to tell them or not. You don't have to. This is all about you. You need to check in with yourself, put your hand over your heart. Michelle, what is it that you really want and need right now? Do you need to go out with these friends? Are you feeling stressed out? You feeling triggered? No, maybe today's not the day. Am I sad? Yes, I'm sad. I wish I could just go hang out. But right now I'm going to choose me and I'm going to choose that I need rest and I need separation from this right now so that I can be stronger to later on, right? That's how we do this thing. We really check in with ourselves. And like I said before, there's going to be friends that are super supportive There's going to be friends that just are totally neutral and really just don't give a crap. I think that's probably the most case scenario is that they just really don't care and it's not a big deal. And they're like, you go, girl, whatever. You know, they're not going to be your biggest cheerleader, but they surely are not going to bug you either. And then you have some on the extreme that you may need to reevaluate who's in the room with you. You know, we always talk about how surrounding yourself by people that will uplift you, people that will push you, challenge you, motivate you. Also people that are like way smarter and further along in life than you. Like you need to always be up leveling. And this is where that continued growth comes from. If you're the smartest one in the room, if you're the bravest one in the room, if you're the the only one making big shifts and moves in your life, then it's time to find another room. Okay. And you can come to this room in March of all women, six weeks, Zooming all together, super safe, trust. We support each other. It's awesome. And who knows, you maybe make some new friends along the way. So I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Stay blessed, ladies. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.